Hallelujah and blessings to each and everyone listening today. Hope everyone had a wonderful week. Let us all confess with our mouth and believe in our heart the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will serve the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's main message comes from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8 through the end, verse 21. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, in this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, 
that Yi, being rooted and rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church of church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for providing us your word today. May the Holy Spirit bless and anoint each and every listener of your message so that they may receive wisdom and understanding of your word of truth. Also, may your grace be upon each and every listener to, who seeks growth and faith and wanting to learn your word of truth. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Ephesians chapters 1 through 3, Apostle Paul eagerly testifies of the enormous and mysterious dispensation given unto the Church of God. He knelt down and testified in detail everything he saw and heard. His testimony, in short, is that the center of the whole universe is the earth. In detail, the Church of God, which is created with the Jews and Gentiles, formed into one body by redeeming all the sins of the law with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is the center of the universe. Preaching the gospel of grace to save the Gentiles, he told the church of Gentiles not to be discouraged because of the tribulation that Apostle Paul suffered from the Jews. He said his tribulation is for the glory of the Gentiles. It is truly mysterious that the Gentiles who had lived miserably had nothing to do with the promise of the Spirit given unto Abraham, that God had made the Gentiles receive the promise of the Spirit given only unto the Jews through Abraham and made them to be the joint heir of God. Apostle Paul testified that such a mysterious plan of God had been made before the foundation of the world. And this is his testimony according to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 4 through 6. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of, of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the Beloved. Apostle Paul also testified that it was God's will of pleasure to save the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, to make them the Church of God. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times 
he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 9 and 10. Now Apostle Paul refers to things in him to the church of God that has become the body of Christ, being newly created through the blood of Christ among all things in heaven and on earth. When the church of God created is completed, God will destroy Satan, the devil, that has been driving men who were created in the image of God into sin, death, and curse. And then, all things shall belong to Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. This is the mysterious plan of God that shall be fulfilled. The church of God, the bride of Christ, shall inherit the entire universe as the joint heir with Christ. Apostle Paul testified of this in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22 and 23. And hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And also in Romans chapter 8, verses 16 and 17. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also, that we may be also glorified together. Until God achieves the fullness of the Gentiles, the children of God's church are bound to endlessly suffer from the power of Satan, who rules the present world. Therefore, Apostle Paul testified, they are able to overcome all kinds of suffering through the unsearchable riches of Christ in the Holy Spirit. God is giving the peace unto them beyond understanding, that is, Jehovah Shalom. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. Apostle Paul testified that eternal life, freely given by God's grace, becomes an inexpressible power because of the belief of resurrection after death. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15, he said, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. King Solomon testified of how great the love of God is. Apostle Paul also testified of the charity of God in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. In Song of Solomon chapter 8, verse 7, he said, Many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floods, floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, 
it would utterly be contemned. Apostle Paul testified that the word of God is unspeakable. The word unspeakable means the power of God's word. How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4. Apostle Peter testified of the joy God given to the believers in Christ is unspeakable. Apostle Paul also testified of the joy in the Holy Spirit. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, he said, Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believe, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Also in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Apostle Paul testified that the riches of Christ given unto the children of God is possible through the spiritual fellowship with Christ living in this evil world. He said this in Ephesians chapter 3, 9 through 11, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers and heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. The children of God must be filled with wisdom and understanding given by the Holy Spirit in the deep spiritual fellowship with Christ through deep prayer in the words of God. When the dispensation of God is fulfilled, God will judge the principalities and powers, the rulers of darkness of this world, and the spiritual evils on high. At this time, the Church of God shall receive a tremendous mission to go throughout the universe, connecting the third heaven, that's where the throne of God is, and the earth, and teach the manifold wisdom of God unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places after a thousand-year reign with Christ. All these wisdoms are revealed clearly in all the words of God. Therefore, the members of the Church of God must understand all the words of God in detail until that time comes, so that they can teach the various wisdom of God unto the hosts in heaven. Apostle Paul went up to the throne of God, which is in third heaven, and heard the mysterious words of God unexplainable by human words. Just as all the family members who had 
existed before the age of grace were given names, he knelt down before the Church of God because they must realize such enormous and eternal mission. We have to realize that he is still kneeling down before each and every one of us in heaven. Therefore he prayed unto God for him to grant them, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that the Christ may dwell in their hearts by faith. Being rooted and grounded in love, and may be able to comprehend with all saints what the width, depth, length, and height is, also for them to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that they might be filled with all the fullness of God, and unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that they ask or think according to the power that worketh in them. If so, he prayed for them to realize the width, depth, length, and height. Unless we meditate his word, we may not be able to understand what that, may, what that might be. We live in a planet as the size of a peanut at the tip of an S-shaped nebula. The solar system that we live in is a tiny fraction of a few hundredths of a nebula, and the nebula we live in is only one of the thousands of millions of nebulae in the universe. In terms of direction, this nebula sits south of the glorious body of Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ sits on the right side of the throne north of this nebula. Apostle Paul could at any time in his life point to where he was taken according to 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 1 through 4 because he knew the size, shape, location and environment of the of the place he wanted to die immediately rather than to live if we realize these things we shall live a totally different life than the carnal christians in this world now then, if we try to do a size comparison between the Church of God and the Earth and the Throne of God, the Church is in the size of a peanut. We may be able to realize how big the whole universe that shall be the inheritance for the Church of God with Christ will be. If we are able to see this spectacular sight, spiritually in the Holy Spirit, we shall be able to live a life of hope with joy and peace as the heirs of God. Before we close out today's message, question, have you been saved? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Do you have sins? Where are you going if you died today? A sinner will die in his or her sins and will go to hell according to the Bible. However, the faithful and true Lord Jesus Christ loved you 
And if you wholeheartedly repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ, which is this according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four, uh, first four verses. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. And now that you've heard the gospel of Christ, you must confess and believe the gospel. According to Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now I'm not telling you to get religious. This salvation from Jesus is one-on-one -on -one personal relationship. Will you receive him today? You must invite the Lord Jesus Christ to enter your heart. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but this is your prayer. You can pause at any time or slow it down, or you can write it down and repeat. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray. Amen. God bless you and may the grace and truth of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, be with you all. Amen. This week's message and all other recordings in English and Korean can be found on our website at WGMI.org. More episodes can also be found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and on TuneIn Radio app by typing WGM Church in the search field.